Hi, my name is Jen Lally and welcome to my podcast, Stress Bucket Solutions. Here we are once again at Gin O'Clock, another week has gone and today I wanted to talk to you about how to support someone with their mental health issues, whether that's depression or anxiety, panic attacks, anger management, that kind of thing. It's really difficult to know what to say and do when you know someone is suffering from mental health issues. And more often than not, sometimes inquiries I get from people are not for themselves, but for someone they love in their life. Um, They're asking for someone. That particular person who is suffering has maybe not got the energy or the will to do something. But the person it's affecting, maybe someone really close to them, often a partner, will be the one that gets in touch with me because now it's affecting them too. And it's really difficult to be in that position. So I want to talk to you if you are someone who has someone in your life who is struggling, but you are really finding it difficult to support them and to get through to them. It's very difficult for me when I get an inquiry like that because I can talk to you about them. But really, if you want to if there needs to be change, it has to come from that person directly. So I just try to give as much information as I can to you so that you can pass it on, um, inform you, educate you to see, to help you understand maybe what they're going through. And I'm going to try and do that that, this podcast today. But I really do appreciate that it's difficult for you. But change can only come from yourself. Only you can change. And I think I I spoke a few podcasts ago about the fact that you know the solutions, but until you're ready to change, your brain will continue to see that as an error. It won't be accepting enough to say, right, I need to do something about it. And change only occurs when the place where you are right now is so uncomfortable that you have to do something about it. And what I would like people to know is that that's something about it isn't something dreadful, it's something positive. Seeking therapy, seeking help is a positive step in the right direction. There is something you can do about it. So, like I said, if you're someone who has somebody in their life going through all this, what can you do as a supportive friend or partner or relative to help in their recovery? Now, one of the first things you can do is learn about mental health on your own. So read up a little, some symptoms uh, for whatever they're suffering from, anxiety or depression. You don't have to diagnose them, but read up a little bit, get informed. Um, What that does is that takes any stress away from the person in question for them to explain exactly what's going on. You feel you can understand and it will help you feel a little bit empowered that, right, I know a little bit of what this is. Now, you're no expert, uh, you're not trained to be. If, if, I mean, if you want to, you can do in-depth reading, but you are a friend. You are a relative first and you are just trying to learn a little bit about it. So th- there's lots of really good resources online. I've done a few blogs myself on these sort of topics. So just read up on them. Just get a little bit informed about, like I said, the symptoms so that you know uh, more than what you do now. You're not coming at this from a a sort of a a really blank state. Now, keep checking in. Keep checking in with this friend. Now, just a quick text, um, just a hello. You know, don't give up. There'll, There'll be times they'll not respond to you. There'll be times that they will. Don't give up. It's just, and, you know, don't 
don't drain your own energy doing too much, but it's that keeping checking in, just letting them know you're there for a chat when they need. I'm still here. I'm still here. That's all you're saying. So you might feel you need to put in a little bit more effort, um, especially with depression. When, When people are in depression, they sort of go into their cave and they hide. But bear in mind how much you love and care for them. And it's just that little consistent repetition of letting them know you're here without any expectation. Just I'm here. I'm here. How are you? A text, a letter, a card, an email. You know, if you can talk to them, great. But we have lots of other ways that maybe you can get in touch with, which might make that person not feel so bombarded, but also just keeps reminding them that you're there. Because if they're not ready to talk yet, at some point you're hoping they will be and for you to be able to say, oh, I'm thinking of you, we'll just let them know that when they are ready, that you are there. If they are ready to talk, the thing is to listen, just listen. Now, there's lots of people I know that if I go to them with a problem, they'll say, okay, well, we can fix it this way. What are we going to do about it? You know, very pragmatic people, which I love. And to an extent, I'm like that as well. But in the initial stage and, and someone in suffering a lot with, with mental health issues, you know, just listening is enough. We don't need to know all the facts. We don't need to know all the details, but just listening because everything's just so stressful now. You know, we need to get that just like the caveman did, you know, around the campfire, that talking and listening to each other. You know, we're bombarding with social media and 24-hour news and everything going on that sometimes we just need to stop and listen to others. Um, I know who I can talk to when, when I feel that I need to do that. I've got some friends who are brilliant listeners and I've learned a lot from them because there's times when I feel sometimes I'm not a good listener. That skill has developed over time and especially with the work I do. But that listening and just nodding and and agreeing um, with what they're saying. And you're giving someone space to say, you are being heard. And often that is a huge stressor in mental health. People feel that no one understands them, no one listens to them. So just to hold that space to say, yes, I'm listening. And listen attentively. Switch off your phone. You know, give them the attention, make sure the kids have got a babysitter or they're distracted. If you've all got children running around, you need some space to be able to listen. So do listen to them. Now, another thing to do is, uh, this is one of my favorites actually, is to offer to help in little ways. Now, helping someone to start think positively, there needs to be some positive action. So, you know, just doing a quick shop for them, something practical, you know. Uh, so I just pop to the shops and I'll get you some uh, milk and some fruit and whatever, anything else you need. Or if you pop around, just, you know, um, if, if you're lucky enough to pop around to your friends, just washing the dishes, you know, helping them with their environment. And this will encourage them to start help themselves. You know, just having that practical indication that things are going to be fine you know, taking them out for a walk or helping them with some shopping, you know, helping them sort out some paperwork. You know, don't be pushy, but, you know, when they're ready, just that practical help can be really useful. Do offer, do offer to do that. And try to be as specific though. So, you know, if you do go around to see them, it it's not just about saying, oh, what can I do? What, what can I do? 
you know, a, a really good tip here is, you know, sort of to say, well, why don't I wash up while you make us a cup of tea? Or I'll make the tea while you wash up. You're encouraging them to take some action as well. So rather than doing everything for them, remember positive thinking comes from positive actions. So doing something together, that might be enough or saying, let's go for a walk together. You know, I do need to do a couple of jobs in town. Will you come and walk with me and keep me company while I do those things? You know, that might just get someone out of the house. So try to get a little bit specific. And also that takes away the thinking from them by sort of saying, you know, what can I do? You know, they will say that, well, if I had the answer to that, I would be fixed. I, I would feel better. I don't know what you can do, but it's those practical everyday things that you don't realize how much you'd be helping. So offer to do little things for them, offer to do little things with them to, to help them feel a bit more in control of their own environment. Another thing is to help them find support. Now, you're not a qualified professional. Uh, you may be, but if you're not, you know, it's just helping you know, them to do some research, finding out about therapies, pointing them in the right direction, being curious with them, alongside them. And even if they do need to see someone like their GP or a therapist, all therapists and GPs I know, they happily welcome a chaperone. You know, so if you can offer to go along with them, um, that might be all that they need, you know. So it, sometimes it creates a really nice environment, actually, to have a mom or a sister or a friend there as well. And, you know, to have a chat in, in a room together is fine. Um, so help them find support by researching things uh, online and support networks, etc., and, and recommendations of from you, your group of friends, your circle of friends. But also that going along with someone if they do need to see somebody. Uh, as well. Sometimes people are very nervous about going to see a therapist for the first time on their own. And lastly, I want you to remember to look after yourself. It's really important in all of this to make sure you set your own boundaries and understand your limitations. The last thing your friend needs is for you to become ill as well. And they would hate it if that's that was to happen, I'm sure. So you do need to understand your limitations, set up boundaries that you know are right for you as well. So do look after yourself. It's not selfish to look after yourself because when you look after yourself, then you have so much more to give to other people. And if I do get contacted by a friend or a relative and I know eventually we, we realize that person is not ready to have help, I will always say, do consider getting some help yourself because if this is affecting you so much, then it's maybe time for you to get help as well. Um, understanding mental health issues like depression and anxiety is not easy, uh, especially if you've not experienced anything like that yourself at all. But you don't need to have that added stress or that added pressure. We don't need to know all the facts before we look at the person in front of us. We love this person. We want to help them. So it's really important in all the stresses that are going on in the world right now that we look out for each other. And that's through evolution, just like the caveman did when they lived in their tribe. They cared and they looked after each other because that really is what humanity is. And we need to have more of it, I think. I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. If you have, I'd love you to give me a rate or a review. And I'd like to read out a review from uh, D Ripper. Uh, D Ripper 
on one of my reviews has said, uh, I don't know how I could have changed things around without gin. Her solution-focused techniques are incredible. I wasn't convinced at first and needed more than one block, but I've continued to utilize everything Jin has taught me, and I cannot recommend her sessions enough. This is music to my ears that she has started a podcast. I want to thank you, D Ripper, for that review. I know how much change you've made in your life, and I always say you did the hard work. I just held your hand along the way. If you'd like to know a little bit more about what I do, I am all over social media. Um, but my website is ginlally.com. If you've enjoyed this podcast, I would love if you could share it with friends or family or maybe someone who you know would get some benefit from it. And I look forward to speaking to you next time about some more stress bucket solutions. Until then, bye.